Hello and welcome to the Jelly Deal Gang. Today we'll be playing Thirsty Sword Lesbians by April Kit Walsh. My name's Sarah Keep, and I'm joined today by Bex Watson, Helen Gaffney, and Jen Blundell. <laughs> Excellent. We are going to be playing Thirsty Sword Lesbians, which is about spacefaring lesbians. The mechanics for this game are really cool, but to and we'll be delving into the rules, particularly when they come up during gameplay. But to be very reductive about them, you either fight or you flirt. So look forward to some absolute disaster lesbians. Yep, that's in my remit. Just like real life. <laughs> it's in all of our <laughs> wheelhouses. Okay. Wheel mitts. <laughs> A clumsy portmanteau if ever I heard one. <laughs> Is that how you flirt, Jen? Look at my wheel mitts! <laughs> I can make Stine. fun as we mean to I do funny. <laughs> do you like You did, like you did great funny. So, we open. In space! Your ship, the ladies who launch, is hurtling through on its last legs as smoke pours out of the engines and shots ring out behind you. You are being pursued by one of your many enemies but you have one chance left as you hurtle towards the mytilene checkpoint as you get within range you see the light flash green and you are cleared to enter the atmosphere and your pursuer peels off clearly not willing to deal with the many authorities that claim jurisdiction of this area you don't know which of your enemies that was but it was a safe bet they were not welcome here as you approach mytilene you see this huge satellite city that serves as the capital city of the galaxy. It looks like a traditional satellite and circular, but with a full cityscape on top, encased in an atmospheric bubble. And as you enter the atmosphere, you file into a line of traffic flying across the skyline, which is comprised of many different architectural styles from throughout the galaxy. I'm not going to name any of those architectural styles now because I'm not knowledgeable enough on the subject. Oh, but please. Just think about your favourite one. Just think about your favourite architectural style. And it's in there. Neoclassical. There we go. It's in there. Art Deco. It's in there. Brutalist. It's in there. It's Industrial. Not... Oh, gosh, it's in there. Gothic. It's in there. <laughs> Shit. Name another quickly. No, nope. <laughs> the bit's Barack. over. Barack. The bit's over. <laughs> we carry on. You pilot your ship towards a trusted hangar on the edge of the city that doesn't ask too many questions, and start the landing mechanisms in place and prepare to disembark. Uh, now we'll go round and introduce your characters. So please introduce your character and. Tell me one thing that they are making sure they were not leaving the ship without. So we'll start with you, Bex. So Jazz is uh, a bit of a scoundrel. She was a late addition to the ship, joined just to hitchhike across the galaxy. They happen to be going in the same direction. And ever since, she's been promising one last job, one last adventure together, and then we'll go our own separate ways. Well, let's find something to keep her hanging on. As we descend towards the hangar that we're approaching, she's already busying about 
picking up bits and pieces, a surprising number of bits and pieces, all which go in pockets and pouches, and the thing that she absolutely is not leaving this ship without, her many, many pieces of jewellery, her scarves, and of course, the sword. Jen. I'm playing Juniper Poutine. Um, She's a devoted, and she is devoted to the cause. Capital C. (laughs) Trademark. Um, Trademark. (laughs) TM, TM, TM. Um, Juniper is... Juniper's a fighter. She'll fight for whatever cause she is asked to fight for in that moment. She is dedicated to the cause. She's willing to give it her all. Sometimes too much. She's the kind of person who's really keen to help, but is maybe still quite finding her footing about how exactly she is being useful in any situation. And that maybe sometimes the person she needs to help is herself. Juniper wouldn't leave the ship without her handy rucksack of things necessary for um, a a regular riot, like a just in case, just in case, just her emergency rucksack. You know, like she's got um, plasters in it. She's got a mini aid kit. She's got bandanas. She's got face masks. She's got hand sanitizer. <laughs> I'm coming into Very real important. life now. <laughs> yep. Um, she's got... Snacks, um, obviously. Snacks. Many snacks. Oh, so many snacks. It's mostly granola bars. Um, and that's it. That's what she'd take. She'd take her emergency rucksack. Great. And Helen? Hello. Um, my character is uh, Tiddles, and she is a beast character. Um, she was created when a science experiment in order to help humans land on their feet in space went wrong um as they were using cat dna to try and you know uh, affect this change in humans but uh, in fact they put a bit too much cat dna in so she's kind of half cat half human um she was basically sprung out of the lab which she was being experimented in upon on <laughs> by um by juniper who you know as part of one of her, of her many causes was trying to help animals escape from labs and she found me and uh, rescued me so I, I owe a lot to Juniper the one thing she's definitely not going to leave the ship without well I mean obviously she's got a sword and she's got clothes on and stuff um, but the one thing she's not going to leave without is her little lunchbox full of fish <laughs> <laughs> it's very important to her is it like a chilled lunchbox or does it smell real bad a bit of both. So she chilled some of the items, like some of the fancier items, like fancy tuna and sashimi and stuff like that. And then some of them she leaves stinky because she quite likes them stinkier, you know? It's a preference thing. I I know there's like adult lunch boxes, but I'm only imagining the kind of child has this hard plastic with oh, a little yeah, handle. Plastic, mm-hmm. like, oh yeah. It's uh-huh. got um it's got uh it's a, it's a, it's an ancient box that she was given as a gift. Uh, it's got My Little Ponies on it. She doesn't know what these My Little oh, Ponies nice. were, but yeah. they seem to be similar to her in that they were half pony and half human, as far as you can tell. <laughs> <laughs> An ancient Mythical architect beast. from a far gone time. Mm. Yes, who knows what was going on in these people's minds. <laughs> well. They are our little ponies. <laughs> Everyone's little ponies. What was happening to these ponies? Why was everyone owning ponies? Uh, these are questions that she ponders while gods. she eats her fish. Anyway, sorry, go on. 
So as you exit the ladies who launch and head out onto the hangar, you see the owner and chief mechanic, Marla Parson, who stood inspecting the damage. Uh, Marla is a tall, muscular woman with an abundance of frizzy red hair, which is tied back with a bandana. Her face is a constellation of freckles dotted with occasional smudges of grease. Her mechanics overalls are unbuttoned to the waist, revealing a tank top with a faded logo for a charity fun run from nearly seven years ago. Yes. (laughs) You just described someone who's exactly my type in real life, and I'm Mm -hmm. (laughs) compromised. She gets all the strings on you. Did you do your your research for this? (laughs) Maybe I did. Maybe I hired a private investigator to find out what, what you're into. Um, this, this is just this is just the first it's gonna get nasty many, up in yeah, here <laughs> many npcs for you to maybe be smitten with but marla is inspecting the damage to the ladies who launch and then she she just looks over at juniper like are oh, you are kidding me what what did you do uh, it wasn't um, what we did it was very much what other people did to us yeah we're the victims here i i mean i don't this is um Stuff happened to her, and we were there. And could you fix it? I mean, please. I'll I'll try. Look, I, you know I'm your friend, but this is not going to be cheap. But look, I appreciate you as a person and your work. So whatever you need, I can pay it. I uh, I rub my head against like I headbutt her arm and say, "What kind of payment would you uh, would you take?" Money, it's always it's 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 always money. It's never this. No matter how many times you try this, it's always money. But it's proven that purring heals humans. Let me heal you. <laughs> I uh, I pass Marla a bottle of uh, spray bottle of water, and I'm like, just a couple of spritzes. She'll probably she'll go away for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Jazz Sorry. is kind of leaning against the outside of the ship, looking somewhat uninterested in the uh, the kind of actual bargaining of prices and fixing up a ship, because she's not going to be here for long. Oh, of course not. So you think you can you can fix it and we can get on the road again? Yeah, give me like a couple of days, I think, and she'll probably be space-worthy again, but... Uh, <laughs> You know this ship is home to us. Yeah, it's it's a cool ship. And you can tell cool was almost like a, a euphemism for... Mm. Junker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Harsh. <laughs> Look, she might be more gaffer tape now than steel, but she still flies good. <laughs> well, she she flies all right. <laughs> She still flies great. She sure flies. Uh, and as you patter, a panel does fall off and hit the floor of the deck with a huge clang. You can fix that too, right? Yeah, that's. I won't. I won't charge extra for that. Oh, thank you. So, um, have you um, been? I would. Okay. I would, yeah, we're doing small talk. Yeah, I'm fine. Good. Uh, yeah. Um up to much being out much no about around jazz kind of comes up like behind juniper slings an arm around her shoulders and is like i think you've got about as much out of this conversation as you can catch you later mother yeah i'll see you guys 
I'll get I'll get to sure. work. I'll see you around. I'll see you around. Maybe. It's okay. Well, I'll Jazz see you when you come back for the ship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, Jazz, Bye, Jazz leads you out of the hangar, out onto the streets of Mytilene. Uh, Jazz, you know... She didn't say bye back, Jazz. Jazz? It's fine. You'll see her I later would, when you're paying. I wouldn't read too much into it. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know that you are here for a specific purpose. You, that a mm. contact has gotten in touch with you with the idea of there being a job. Cool. So as you step out of the hangar, you're greeted by the hustle of Mytilene. The streets are filled with people, both alien and human, shoulder to shoulder, going about their busy metropolitan lives, doing what busy metropolitan people do. Going to Pret-a-Manger, getting a, a coffee. Which still space exists. Pret-a-Manger. <laughs> Metropolitans! Um, <laughs> yes, space pretamanger. <laughs> Is that what you imagine I do when I go yes. to work? I just, yes, every, Helen. Every, every five minutes I'm in pretamanger getting a coffee. <laughs> yeah. Listen... Is that not what City Living's like? Always with their Pret-a-Manger. Yes, in between every business meeting, capital B, capital it's A. Pret-a-Manger. You totter over in your pencil skirt and high heels, you pick up yeah. an overpriced sandwich, <laughs> then you go to your next meeting. Yeah. Bit business. Exactly. The it's more like a Tesco meal deal for me. Sorry, but carry on. <laughs> now that I can relate to. <laughs> us, Hashtag relatable. Us city and town folk, we ain't so different. <laughs> so, as you look around, there are huge billboards above you that advertise things. One second, it's for the popular energy drink Sprunt. Uh, and the next, it's an electoral advert boldly and affirmatively saying, Vote Engeltine. You are back in the big city and you've not been here for a while. Is there anything you'd like to do before you go to meet with your contact? I turn on my... I swap the sims out in my phone and I put my new... I put in my sim for Mytilene. And I like start like getting messages through from all the groups that I'm a part of, the, all the activist networks and the local ones in the area. And I just see, I'm just scrolling through, trying to see what's on, posting, hey, I'm back. Let me know how I can help. Um, XOXO. Hit me up if you need me, guys. If anyone needs anything, just let me know. I'm here. Missed you all so much. I just wander past and look at at her screening. I'm wow, so sad. (laughs) Yeah. um, (laughs) And it's, it's, it's almost like people can sense the desperate, like no one's biting just yet but maybe it's because you've just posted you know maybe if you come back to it there'll be some responses or maybe people can just sense the desperation but that's good is the patriarchy still as strong or have we crushed it already xoxo no yes you you see you see that that post gets like a a laughy face reaction Mm. and then it's immediately taken away as if someone misclicked ah okay oof right uh they're probably busy I'll just um, put it down and keep my eyes out for something to fight against. Jazz kind of like spreads her arms, spins around in a circle, just absolutely inconveniencing all the people who are trying to walk past. And is like, ah, the big city. Taste that recycled air. Isn't it crazy that the last time we were here, we met for the first time? And I hopped on that junker of yours. It's been a good ride, but after we're done here... (sighs) It's fitting that it'll end where it all began, you know? Yeah. Were you... Where were you heading that first time? I thought you were trying to get away from Mytilene forever. Um, I mean, I I was at the time. Had a bit of a 
running with the law, if you like. Well, the law. Oh, I know that. The popo, right? <laughs> yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, Them, the pig dogs. It's gosh, it's, they're always coming for us. <laughs> Um, well, Tiddles, Tiddles, one of um, them. One of them was coming for me. And, uh, Tiddles' preparation prior to meeting the thing is just licking herself. By the way, so this entire conversation, she's doing the whole thing where she puts a leg over her shoulder. Nice. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> uh, you guys don't mind if I uh, if I just hit up an old friend before we go, right? I'm running a bit low on some uh, supplies. Uh, no, absolutely. No, anything you need. Go awesome. ahead. Because what I'm, supplies uh, are you getting? Oh, you look, know. she, she, you don't, you don't have to answer that question, Jazz. You get whatever supplies you need. Yes, but if she's getting supplies that could affect our life, I would rather know about the supplies. Look, she gets to make that decision, okay? We trust her. You're an adult. I'm an adult. You're a cat and I, an adult. As a cat, I've learned not to trust anyone. As a human, I've <sighs> learned not to trust anyone. So I would like to know what she's getting. Listen, honestly. listen, chill out. It's just some experiences. You know, the ones I buy from Vocad, they come in the little glass bottles. It's great, you know. Last time I was here, she gave me the feeling of being alone in front of a sunrise on a forgotten world. And all I had to give her for it was all my memories of taupe. Or maybe lavender. Do you think... Do you think she could give me the feeling of having never had this conversation? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty I easily, I imagine. I start licking myself again. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking cruel. Wow. I'm almost tempted to say that you just suffered a staggering physical or emotional blow there. Jazz. <laughs> uh, that almost feels mechanics. like it. Yeah, almost, almost fell into the mechanics of the game, but uh, we'll we'll save that yeah. for now and double back on it. Um, <laughs> so you'd like to go visit your friend? Yes. Okay. So uh, you can catch a train from the hangar on the red line over to where he, she likes to hang out. She's normally hanging around the night market, but since it's by stands of this place daytime, she's at a nearby bar called the Hangman's Wife. I'm not entirely sure she sleeps. I think I I haven't asked a lot of questions about her species, but I'm pretty sure they're only partially on this dimension and don't adhere to time as we do. If we're going, if you're going to the hangman's wife, I will happily follow along with you. Oh, now you will, huh? Yeah, I don't want to meet your friend or see anyone that you know, but I would like to go to the hangman's wife. Um, Juniper looks at her phone a few times, refreshes a few things, and she puts her pocket. She's like, oh, "Yeah, I can come." Yeah. Still nothing. Yeah, I can, I, can, um, I can come with you. Maybe uh, What's the one? a lot of people hang out around there. Maybe you'll uh, spot small faces. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. I've been to the Hangman's Wife before. It'll be, yeah, I might see some friends. So, uh, Mytelene is connected by a series of very reliable and very trustworthy maglev trains. The public transport here is phenomenal. It's one of the best parts of this place, because there's not much else that's good about this place. Um, no. I thought this was paradise. No, it's someone's idea Ooh. of paradise and not that someone people. is not a good person. No, spoilers. Is the public transport free? No. You've got to swipe oh. in with your 
Uh, what's uh, clam? Nope, that's bad. Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, scallop card. There we go. No, I, I kind of think clam is better almost. Clam card? <laughs> clam card. With the theme, with the theme of the game. Card. Let's be sure, real. True. true. Okay, you got to swipe your clam cards to get on the maglev trains. As we uh, as we get towards the train then, I'll like kind of elbow June in the side and be like, you know, there's a thing you can do where if your clam card is empty... And you swipe quickly and then swipe it again. It bugs out. You don't have to pay the fare. You can just jump straight on. Um, wow. Uh, yeah. Do you need, should, should we do that? Yeah. Live a little. Okay. Yeah. Cause this is pushing, this is the money in the pockets of capitalists. Exactly. Uh, overlook. Right. Yeah. Do it. Cool. Okay. We all think public transport should be free Hmm. anyway, right? Yeah, right. Are you tiddles? You sound, sounds. Yeah, you're gonna uh, do it too, right? Yeah, I mean, normally I just uh, go under the barrier, honestly, but I'm happy to try the the clam card scenario mm. also. Cool. Doing things together. This is nice. When was the last time we were like on the ground and we hung out? Feels like we've either been like fighting or, you know, or we do we get to we land and then everyone goes and does their thing. Oddly, it's not. I I find it's nicer to be busy around you guys. I'm not. <laughs> not gonna lie. Um, oh yeah, you you work really hard. I, I, you know, I I I like the fights. Um, they, there's less conversation in fights. Uh, should we go? <laughs> <laughs> I think we better. We're not getting anything else out of this little chat, are we? So, Jazz, you go to try the clam card technique. Doesn't work. Absolutely doesn't work. Ah, son of a bitch. They updated their systems. <sighs> Fuck you, you... You money-grabbing monsters. Uh, they should you, be free. You they see, should be free. You see a sort I'm shouting of older, and pointing. Yeah, you see an older station attendant just look at you, sort of like a confused look. Like, they should be free. It's actually an infringement on our liberty to make us pay to move around our own city, you know? This What's is disgusting. That? What's that, This dear? is a basic right. Are you having trouble with your clam card, dear? I, so, mm, yeah, yeah, I have trouble with the clam card. Yes, we put, we put 20, uh, mytelene money on this, on our That's card. That's what it's called M&Ms. now. Yep. M&M's. M&M's. Uh, 20 M&M's. M&M's. Mm, we put 20 M&M's on, 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 these, on these clam cards and not, none of them are working. Wow. Alright. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then this, this old person just opens the gate for you because they're very old and they're very oh. gullible. Thank you, kind sir. Jazz, Jazz kind of sighs and is like, way to take the fun out of it. And just kind <laughs> and of like, saunters through the gate. Pat him on the shoulder. Junie pats him on the shoulder and says, yes. Stick it to them, yeah? Stay strong. All right. <laughs> okay. I'll try. Yeah. Yeah, have I a, like your have spirit. A, have a good day. You too. Have a great day. Oh. oh. I want to fall in love with this guy. Not very <laughs> no, lesbian, but... No, and they're gone. <laughs> in fact, they die later that night. So you get on the micro oh. train. <laughs> Tragic. <laughs> But their last memory was of a, a, a very nice young woman being polite to them on the train platform, which doesn't happen yeah, a lot what, with all these no. business types around. So, you know, you did no. a good thing. Yeah. All those pret a eaters. <laughs>
coming in with that pret, ignoring me. You hop on the maglev train, take the red line to the hangman's wife, uh, and then your friend is here, Bex, and they are. She's sat in a corner. Uh, she's got long, flowing hair over her sort of bluish skin with big, big, bulging eyes, and she's wearing a almost suspicious trench coat. Oh yeah. <laughs> And she's just lounging in a corner booth like Greedo. <laughs> I very unsubtly like just sway into the like the booth seat opposite her, like you know, one leg hanging over the end of the seat, mm. elbows up on the back, and I'm like, it's been a while. Hey, hello, my favorite <laughs> customer. Oh. <laughs> Flattery will get you everywhere. <laughs> uh, I mean it. I, I, I love your memories. And I love your product. Oh, what can I get you this time? Yes. <laughs> this is this is beginning to seem like a bad like, episode one. Almost maybe. Like <laughs> yeah. But it was, I'd rather air towards a new hope alien than one of the more <laughs> racist ones from the prequel trilogy. So I've got to, I've got to toe this line here very carefully. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Stare away from the racist prequel. Yeah. I need to I, uh... less Watto, more Greedo. <laughs> I was hoping you might have something exciting for me. You know, something something I've never experienced before. Let's see. Uh, and then she opens her trench coat, and on the inside is a briefcase that then folds down open. <laughs> uh, and there's a bunch of files. Inside that is a paper bag. <laughs> <laughs> inside that is a mystery box. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, how how about how about the idea of falling down a waterfall? Do I die at the bottom? No, it's big splash. Oh, this is kind of fun. What? But I also feel like I could just go and jump off a waterfall. Where's the waterfall, though? Ah, I feel like I could find one if I really tried. Ah, oh, shenanigans. My favorite thing. Okay, uh, how about... The life of an accountant. Now that is something that I have never experienced. I bet you never will. You know what? I'll take it. I'm intrigued. And now what can you offer me in return? Ah, let me see. Tiddles walks past and says, she's taking the life of an accountant. (laughs) Everyone, she's taking the life of an accountant. (laughs) This is private business. What are you doing? And then she goes and lies down at the feet of someone else. (laughs) <laughs> it's alright, no one listens to a word she says anyway Yes, um, but oh, to get her memories, what an experience they would be Yeah, she doesn't seem too keen on the uh, the whole experience trade But I'll see if I can talk around um, How about uh, How about all my memories of having wobbly teeth when they fell out as a kid Have you lost any teeth as an adult? One I'm take quite that fond as, of that I, memory. I want that as well. <laughs> I'll just look in the mirror and wonder why there's a veneer there that's slightly <laughs> whiter than the rest of my teeth. Did I mention this accountant? 
is also going through a divorce. All right, deal. <laughs> Okie dokie. Uh, and then she puts her weird fingers either side of your head and takes the memory from your very skull. Amazing. And you can see there's like a ball of green light trapped between the fingers that she then pushes into a bottle. And then she's holding a bottle that contains the memory of all your wobbly teeth and you losing one adult tooth. But presumably uh, I forgot in, that that's what it contains. And in exchange, she then provides you with a very grey-looking bottle. Um, Perfect. But it looks robust. And uh, there you go. This seems like Slip a Slip it into one of trade. my many pockets. Thanks, Vo. I've, uh, I've missed you. I've missed this. Well, see you again next time. And then I just walk away. (laughs) Nice to see you, Jeff. Feels right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Juniper's sitting at the bar, chatting eagerly with a stranger. The the stranger really looks disinterested. Hey, hey, Jazz. Jazz, Mm -hmm. are you done? Please I'm all be, done for now. Please be cool. Done. Come please, over, please come over here. No. We're having a really interesting conversation no, about um, the Tooth Fairy. I and only get all an the hour for lunch. It, it, the Tooth Fairy oh. gave us when we were younger, after we lost a, a, the Tooth Fairy. You do you remember? What I'd, what did you get given? I'd give anything for a bar fight right now. Uh, you want a bar fight? Please, anything. Just make this conversation end. Um, Tiddles walks up and punches this person in the face. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> she sensed the reluctance and desire for a bar fight. <laughs> she has cats. Uh, yeah, and it does not take much for a fight to break out in the hangman's wife. So <laughs> you, you are best maybe making a quick exit from this place. Okay, sorry about that. I'll take my cat now. Come on. I'm not your cat. And I'm as I'm shut cat. up, as I'm following them out, I'm going. People. I must have lost teeth as a child. <laughs> Everyone does. <laughs> I like the idea that you don't remember that you ever had these things. They're just yeah. gone. But you know you have a bottle with an, an accountant's memories. It's yeah. why an experience addiction is so dangerous. If you're not careful, yeah. you can lose more of yourself than you realize. Yeah, at what point... Is jazz defined by the teeth she lost as a child? Well, exactly. At what point are you going to accidentally lose an intrinsic memory? Turns out all her desire to trick people and showboat came from that one time she lost a tooth. (laughs) And then (laughs) she suddenly actually becomes an accountant going through a divorce. (laughs) Damn. Well, you think it's probably time now to go meet up with your contact. And so you ha- hop back on the Maglev train. Uh, oh, can, can we take... take a water taxi, guys? It'd be incredibly in inconvenient. You are. Yes, it would, but, but it's so showy. Where, where, where you're going. Yeah, and you're not heading anywhere near the river. <sighs> so as much as yeah. you love water taxis in this time and on this day, not an ideal time. God damn it. Listen, Fine. I know you love those water taxis. There will be a chance for you to take them. They're better. <laughs> but right now, it's lost. fight on the otherwise. roof of one. You, you get, you guys are heading to the Mytilene Library, and as you can see on the map, that's yes. nowhere near the river. <laughs> it's quite a landlocked building. 
<sighs> but you catch the maglev train, you take you take the red line, swap over to the orange line, and you end up at the Mytilene Library. The library is a huge, airy glass building. It's modern yet welcoming. Within you see huge wall-to-wall shelves of books and stacks as far as the eye can see. A vast collection of the greatest literature from all across the galaxy. It would be easy to spend the whole day here, but I do have to ask, do any of you have overdue library finds? I've never read a book in my life. That tracks? Yeah. Um... I don't think I will have either, really. Juniper might do. No, she probably Juniper's has the like. She's probably got a book in her bag that technically belongs to the library, <laughs> and a couple on the ship. You know, like how to how to um, organize your first protest, how to activism uh, for dummies, activism for dummies, how to win um, friends and influence people. <laughs> yeah, the secret. <laughs> Well, as you a couple a couple library, of like ones that she's hidden away that are like, why do no, does no one like me? <laughs> oh. Oh. As you enter, jazz jazz and tiddles, you go through the scanner, no problem. But as Juniper goes through, a little red light flashes, and a robot pops <gasps> up from behind the desk. He's like, "Hello, Juniper Poutine, you owe thirty M Ms." In fines. For the book. Why don't people like me? Oh. Would you like to pay that fine now? Uh, yeah, uh, um, uh, uh, how much is 30 M&M's? Is that a lot of money? <laughs> it's a lot of money. I think it's a collective. It's for all the books. Um, but you don't have to pay it now. The, the, the library is quite lenient. You can just say, okay, great. I'll pay it later. Great. What, what do you reckon, like, a day, a week's, or a month's salary is? You know, like, I want to... What's what's it compared to the the? You're probably you're probably the ship repairs will probably cost you somewhere in the region of five hundred M and M's. Wow, that's a lot. So thirty M and M's is quite quite, a lot. lot. uh, Really, I said it, and it's too much. Um, But I can't go. (laughs) I mean, yeah, we put we did put twenty M and M's on our clam cards, apparently. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, let's, just, let me. Put, it's where you know we what? put all of our wealth. It's how you we put our money. Let me. This is this is an economy I'm making up on the fly. I'll just stop it. The ship repairs are going to cost you five thousand M and M's. Okay. Oh, okay. Great. Sticking so that in there. Let's just let's just equate them to pounds and make it easier on ourselves. This yeah. is yeah. I guess if I had a spaceship to repair, five thousand pounds is probably. <laughs> Probably quite cheap, if anything. Yeah, I was gonna say that's <laughs> yeah. that's Marla just fixing the yeah. very basics that need to be fixed to get it off the ground. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Juniper is like, yes, uh, yeah. I um, let me just don't please. Uh, here you go. You have chosen to pay. You're fine. We appreciate your continued patronage of the Mytilene Library. You're welcome. Goodbye. Books for everyone. Woo! Robot just <laughs> slams back into the ground. Mm. So. Uh, with that out of the way, you return to the matter at hand uh, of meeting up with your contact, Krista O'Neill. Uh, she can be seen from some distance as she stands atop a library ladder, restacking books. A client who was pleased with your previous work put her in touch with you. Krista has big circular glasses that frame her face, which is semi-obscured by a shoulder-length bob of wavy pink hair. 
She's wearing a bright and colourful blouse that's half tucked into a pair of ripped jeans. When she clocks you, she flashes a bright smile and slides down the handrail of the ladder to meet you. God damn it, you've been inside my dreams! <laughs> ah, this private investigator was worth all the money. I'm two for two, baby! <laughs> I'm coming you're, for you, Jen. You're three for three if you count the trail, uh, <laughs> man. <laughs> I'm doing my job of making romanceable NPCs. Everybody's thirsty. <laughs> the name of the game. Uh, um, so yeah, Krista bounces over and she's like, "Hi, hi! Thank you so much for coming." Like, Look, I know you haven't agreed to take the job yet, but I, I, I still appreciate you coming all this way out just, just to meet me. Um, I, I guess you want to know more about what the job entails before we like shake on anything or agree on like money. Uh, no, firing. it's fine. We'll do it. Whatever it is, we'll Wh- do it. Wow. wow. Uh, yeah. Well, with one caveat. Huh? Yeah, yeah is sure, it sure. Be, is it going to be exciting? Is it going to be fun? Um, I don't. I'm. I'm. I'm personally hoping it won't be exciting. I'm hoping we will just get it done. Uh, we won't raise any red flags, uh, and you'll all get paid. Well, cool. Um, discretion <laughs> is my middle name. Tiddles. Tiddles rubs her head against uh, Krista and says, "What will we be paid in?" <laughs> Oh, 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 hi, hello, hi. <laughs> um, uh, I, I was, I was thinking M and M's, but I can also, uh, I could probably erase any library debts you had. Which continues yeah. purring. Yeah, oh, so, sorry, uh, sorry, Juniper. If you sh- just waited a few minutes, you could have saved thirty M and M's. You should have made the debts more expensive. <laughs> <laughs> You Maybe you hit the cap. Maybe it caps at thirty yeah. M and M's. Yeah, yeah. 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 it was still a, a cap for a pound. That was still thirty pounds of library fines. That was a lot. <laughs> I should have not paid that. So, okay. um, so that between Juniper saying yes to anything and Jen just being like, "Oh yeah, have my money." <laughs> Wait, sorry, it's a fine. I should pay it. I'm really sorry. <laughs> Is uh, strong. When I was a librarian, I used to occasionally just waive certain parts of fines just for the fun. Chaotic good librarian. Yeah, I was chaotic good for sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, Krista, was it? Um, yeah, yeah, never read a Crystal. book in my life. Don't really intend to start now. So library finds not that much of a draw, but M and M's will, oh, I guess, yeah. make up for the lack of pure childish joy. Yeah, in the dangerous um, things in life. Sure. Absolutely, I've been I've been saving for a long time, uh, and so I think if we can, if we get this done, I I'm happy to dip into my savings and pay um, three thousand M and M's. Oh, we don't. Uh, uh, you don't have to come. If, you absolutely. How much do. Can, that would be you great. You pay what you can afford. We're a collective, um, and June? it's a pay, it's a pay what you can afford June. system. So June. really, don't dip into June. your savings. June. Do you remember? Sorry, can you give us one second? Krista. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Krista, do you, remember, you can, you Jessie, can pay what? me anything. You, you, you know, you don't have to pay. Anything. No, okay. Uh, group huddle. Yeah. <laughs> and Tiddle, Jazz can like, pull them both in. I will just, I will just take Tiddles to one side for a second. Tiddles, would you say you're smitten? 
<laughs> yes, I can say. <laughs> okay. Um, then uh, Krista's going to take a string on you. <laughs> um, but when you're smitten, you need to say from your oh, playbook. Right, yeah. Yes. Um, what have you done that you are sure they would view as inappropriate? I rubbed myself on them and purred, so pretty sure <laughs> I mean Although she, she seemed doesn't... to appreciate it actually when you yeah, said it. Like, so... She's you you get the feeling she's a cat person. Oh that's good. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be necessary. Did you uh, uh, also like rub your butt on the carpet or something? Yes, <laughs> scooch along. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe um uh, yeah, yeah, maybe I rub. Well, I was I was rolling around on the carpet and I got a lot of fur on there. She's gonna have to hoover that later, probably. So, you know, that's what I not don't appreciate about appreciate about cats when they get fur all over my clothes. Outlaw. <laughs> Editor's care. note: Outlaw is Helen's cat. Okay, so yes. Jazz, you take uh, Tiddles and Juniper to one side, away from Krista to try and probably seize control of the negotiations back um no, i just pulled them close and i'm like now do you guys do you guys remember that those two weeks we went only eating the free peanuts we got at every spaceport we went through and how we had a conversation about devaluing ourselves our time and our, our work yeah yes. yeah this is what i'm talking about we need to pay you need to pay for those ship repairs. I need my share of the money to make my own way after all this is over. We can't really afford to be doing this work free gratis, you know? Uh, I see that. I understand what you're saying. I also think that as um, young women in this society, we need to show some solidarity with her. And really, like, maybe we, maybe we shouldn't. Like maybe it's our duty to do this for her for free or something or a small amount of money. Mm. So what you're saying is that you support unpaid labor? No, no, it would it wouldn't be labor because she wouldn't be paying us. We'd be like doing her a favor. Yeah, and but then, like, unpaid the future, labor. Maybe... That's why because she's no, because we yeah, but no, but it's more like more like maybe she could like I. This is more like a collective, you know, like I. We just support each other. It's mutual. It's mutual. It's, it's like, it's a mutual thing. Like, it's mutual solidarity. Mm. So, like, we do this for her. And then maybe in the future, if we ever need, like, books or something, or um, a filing system maybe on the ship, I, I don't know. She, she seems like she'd be good at stuff. Um, then in return, that's how, you know, in that way we subvert the, the only... money-based capital. Look, that way we subvert it. And then I... I the only book I've ever seen on the ladies who launch is holding up the command console so it doesn't wobble. Look, just because you've never been in my room doesn't mean there's not books on that ship. <sighs> okay? All right. Well, how about this? Maybe we each sort out our share individually, and then you can do yours for free, Tills can do hers for some scridges under the chin or whatever it is that floats her boat, and I can get paid in cold hard M&M so I can afford to go on with my life. I guess oh, no, that I, seems fair. I mean, I don't I want to hold back to take your dreams. The M and M's and also scritches and also maybe oh. some fish. Okay. Um, um, I expect well, to be paid extra. That usually. you know, I completely support your right to ask for your own fee. That's cool. That's okay. We all should have our own decision on that. Great. 
And then I immediately turn back to Krista, who has presumably heard everything we've just said. Yeah, you you <laughs> stepped far leave. enough away, but you weren't you weren't whispering. You were just talking, no. and she's looking we away even, as if to be like, I am not. We didn't even step away. We just turned around. Yeah, <laughs> and she she's not looking at you to try and give you like the idea that she wasn't listening, but and she's just waiting for you to say something so she can turn back and participate in the conversation. How would you feel about um, maybe having a bit of an individual agreement with each of us? You know, we're not, um, I'm, I'm not actually part of these guys' group. I'm just kind of tagging around, along for the ride for now. So, you know, it'll be a little bit convenient for us. We might have different needs in terms of those yeah. payments. Yeah, just, yeah. Sure, the, look, I, I have 3,000 M&Ms. I'm happy for that to be split in whatever way it needs to be. Awesome. Do sure. you have any fish? Uh, not on me. No, um, I could go to the supermarket, I guess, and get you some. You know what? It occurs to me that M&Ms can be exchanged for fish. Money can <laughs> be exchanged for goods and services. I have right. heard that. Yes. Uh, okay, I can accept M&Ms happily. That is fine. But I will Great. require extra scritches. Sure. She she reaches her hand out as if to give one now. Are you... Re- Oh, Jazz God. just, Jazz she just puts her hand over Juniper's eyes. <laughs> She's not had scratches for no long time. Look away, she Juniper doesn't resist. Me. You don't no, want to I see mean, this. Krista, sort of tentatively, but like, again, you get a sense she's a cat person, so she knows how to give a good scratch, but she's probably never given a scratch to a human to a cat human hybrid before. Yeah. Um, yeah. But she, you know, she gives top tier scratches to you, Tiddles. I, I start doing the weird thing that cats do with the um 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 when you get really good scratches. Yeah. <laughs> She's malamming. That's what I'm saying. Uh, and this is not really how she saw the negotiation process going, but <laughs> um, she feels like you're all on board. Um, mm. so I'll, I'll preface this now. Uh, the next minute or so there's going to be some Star Wars episode 1 level political talk um, so <laughs> bear with Wait, me at what point is the best point to tell you guys that I haven't seen Star Wars it's fine you don't need to I will tell you this you just keep uh, using it as a as a yardstick yeah. and I'm well, laughing along because I don't want to be uh, you here's, know here's the short here's the shorthand Star Wars episode 1 too much politics too much racist and anti-Semitic caricatures. So cool. too much though, tax law. Yes. Um, so it's not quite that, but we are about to delve into some political talk. So <laughs> it's going somewhere. Bear with me. So Krista uh, sighs heavily and looks at the ground. You're probably familiar with the galaxy chancellorship elections that are going on right now. I mean, even if that news hasn't reached whichever edge of the system you've been, you've almost certainly clocked the signs and billboards on your way over here. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, they're they're very one-sided. They are basically telling you to vote Engeltine. And you know who she is, right? The author? Yes, yes. And yeah, Krista gestures over to a display of books on the edge of the children's section under a huge banner that reads, Alphonsus Hamo, spacefaring child hero. Um, 
Did any of your characters grow up reading the Alfonso Hamo book series? Because they are very popular. Um, I'm gonna yeah yeah Juniper probably did read them when she was younger. I think um, um, Tiddles read the first one and got bored and started doing something else. Do you think Juniper might have like given her a halt, been like, just go help yourself to any books. <laughs> Yeah. Um, just go, just read something. And she mostly yeah? fell asleep on them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I feel like Jazz kind of um, knows enough about them to get by in a conversation, but like it's mostly stuff she's picked up from other people having read them. Is is this like Bex's real life experience of Star Wars? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> she knows the memes. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you need. Cool. So, yeah, Krista looks up uh, and meets your gaze, and she's like, yeah, they're so fucking formative. They're, like, intrinsically linked to almost everyone's childhood, which is why it sucks shit that the author is such a turd. She holds incredibly toxic and invalidating opinions about trans people. It's bad enough when she uses a huge platform and fan base to spout this hate speech. I mean, she has worked tirelessly, almost single-mindedly, to take transphobia and create a sense of creeping normality. She's already hurt so many people and led to a real rise in hateful transphobia. But if she wins this election, if she becomes the Chancellor of the Galaxy, she'll be able to turn this hate into law. Laws people accept due to the interminable discourse moving what was once unacceptable right smack into the centre of the Overton window. People like me won't be safe here anymore. We won't be safe anywhere. We need to stop this. It sucks so much that transphobia isn't enough to cost her this election. God, it even boosts her likability with some extreme right-wing groups. But like all billionaires, I've heard she's sitting on a huge tax scandal. And that actually could lead to a meaningful change in the public opinion. If we can uncover that, I think we might be able to create a last minute upset. I know we don't have much time, what with the election being three days away, but we've got to try. So are you guys in? How do you suggest we do this? I've heard that the author keeps all of her financial information at her publishing house. I think if you guys have like a contact that's a hacker, that's the wall I've hit. That I don't know anyone that would be able to hack into the computers. Uh, and I'll say now, there's a good chance that one of you does know a hacker. Uh, who who mm, would be the most yeah. <laughs> likely of you to know a hacker? I feel like um, surely Juniper because Juniper yeah. knows a lot. It's of quite that, it's quite like what they call the, the people who wore the masks. Yeah, yeah, you know, anonymous. Types. Anonymous. Yeah. It's very it's quite anonymous, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, yeah. Juniper, you do the minute that Krista suggests this, you think of a a hacker you know Flipped very her, well. She's brought out her phone. She's like. Looking through our contacts, like yes. uh, yeah, and your finger lands on the name Static Vector, and you know mm. just Static where to go find Vector her. Vector is the coolest name ever. Um, it's a real Jazz hacker kinda, name. Jazz kind of so cool. gives Krista like a little bit of like a you know a little faux punch on the arm. It's like 
Presto, baby, we need to we need to have a conversation. You told me this wasn't going to be fun. Stealing an election, overthrowing a transphobe. This is my idea of a great time. And I, of course, have 100% got your back. I know how it feels when people don't accept you in life. So uh, I'm all for it. And I stop purring again and rubbing <laughs> myself. Uh, <laughs> oh, excuse you. No, uh, <laughs> okay, thank you. Oh, her le- her le- let's say her leg. Let's say her leg. Oh, no. Okay. I'm not sure that's any better. <laughs> no, uh, down yeah. on the leg, not high up. <laughs> Remember, you're, you're half cat, half human. So you still have human, some human bits, right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm not near the vagina, okay? Okay. <laughs> it's just the phrase I start rubbing myself on her leg, which just... My head, my head is on the leg. Okay. I got Are very much kneeling? like What's dirty happening? club vines. <laughs> I've gotten down on all fours and I'm rubbing my head against her leg. Okay. Okay. To, okay. to, to both to comfort her and also to, to show her how I am also different. Uh-huh. <laughs> very different. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, so if you have a hacker contact, uh, I'm sure they can get into the system and find that information, and then we can leak it. Uh, we can either like uh, leak it online or leak it to the press, or we can do something. We just as long as that information gets out there, that's what's important right now. Absolutely, we can take this. We can take this f word down. Fuck it. Right? Yes, that's the one I was going to say. I didn't want to swear in the library. I thought that might be a bit. It's fine. People swear in the library library all the time. No, just don't swear loudly. Do you just have to whisper the swears? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Fuck. 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 Yeah. Shit. We're we're almost bordering on ASMR here, but with swears. Cunt. (laughs) (laughs) And the ASMR's over. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, we're back in. <laughs> okay, so yeah, Krista's ecstatic that she thinks she's finally found a group of people willing to help and they have the potential to get this info. You can tell that she's maybe been struggling for a while to find anyone that would help her, which is why it's taken her. Like, there's also a part of her that maybe thought well, someone else will do something about this. Like, this is clearly a huge problem and she's not going to get elected. And then as days went on and the election cycle was Mm -hmm. moving forward, it's like, someone's going to step in at some point and stop this. And it just, it hasn't. Now it's three days to the election and you're the last best chance she's got. You can count on us, Krista. You can maybe count on us, Krista. You can count on us. We'll do solidarity. Something. <laughs> and I, I grab her hand as though we're going to do some kind of like handshake thing, like cool, like together, like solidarity. She she doesn't quite know, but she does just grab onto the hand and just squeeze it a little bit. Like, yeah. Great. Ooh. <laughs> Good. Great. Okay. Solidarity. So, Juniper, you know where you can find a stat effector. Okay. I type, hey, SV, how how you can we talk XOXO 
P.S. It's Junie. P.S. I mean Juniper. It's Juniper. Uh, you you, see... you do you, you do remember me. You see, we met the... that one time at the land party. <laughs> every time, every time you send a message, you see the three dots go to respond, and then you send another message, and the three dots disappear. And then they appear again. You send another message. <laughs> and that goes on we for about sitting, five minutes. Where next to each you're other. Not, you are not mm. giving her the chance to respond because she thinks each time that your message will be important. But in fact, it's just you <laughs> affirming that she does know you. And, vice and remember, versa. we I spilt I spilt the Dorit, the, na- the non-brand uh, nacho chips on you. And it was funny. Uh, at a certain Do you remember point, that? you get an it's all Juniper. caps message back that says, I know. Oh, cool. Can we meet? Question mark. At work, busy. Cool, NP. Can we meet later? Question mark. No response. But you do know where she works and you can go over there. Okay. NP will come to... To the number two, you. <laughs> no response, but you do wonder maybe she has put the phone away to stop looking at the messages. Um, but you you know she works at the independent coffee shop not far from here. Just one maglev train line, the yellow line across. So cool. you can hop back on a train uh, Great. and... Head over there. I do enjoy that we get to go on trains so much, even if we don't I actually love get to <laughs> No, <laughs> but let's train. just imagine it. Let, let's, in fact, let's really relish this train, right? You're in these carriages. These, these trains have huge windows. So from like either side, they oh. go right up to the roof. So you get this huge panoramic view of That's the beautiful. city around you. Yeah. Uh, and uh, further down the carriage, you see there's a tourist family who are looking out this window in awe as the cityscape whooshes by. However, they are so enraptured that they haven't noticed a woman in a big baggy hoodie is pickpocketing the purse straight out of the mother's bag. Oh, oh, Uh-oh. well, Uh-oh. Um, I, I think Jazz immediately kind of like kind of sawned her way down the carriage towards them as if she's just looking for a seat and then like kind of shoulder to shoulder with the woman in in the hoodie and just kind of like so that her like her sword which is like over no wait i gave her a hip holster which is at her hip it's just kind of like digging into this woman's leg and just being Mm. like don't you love that the city is so safe these days she makes direct eye contact with you uh she's got like a swoosh of uh black hair across one eye and a hood up uh and she goes only a fool would think that this city is safe. Uh, and she draws her sword. I go by the other side of her and go, I love how safe the city is. And there's so many of us that are able to protect ourselves. And I also pull out my sword, which is cat clothes, by the way. <laughs> yeah, this pickpocketer is going to try and take a swing at you, Jazz. So I think you're going to have sure. to roll fight. Okay. How do I do this? How does fighting work? So with fight, you can roll either daring or grace. So you roll your 2d6 
and roll, okay. and then you apply either one of those categories, depending on which one's better. I know that none of Very you much are daring. graceful. Yes. <laughs> Not even the cat. The cat has one cat grace. Girl. I have one grace. Do, and yeah. then do I, is it, is it the highest dice or the total of the two dice? It's the total of the two dice plus your plus da- daring. Okay, so that's 12. Okay, wow. There you go. On a 10 plus, you get to choose three of your of uh, these effects and then your opponent gets to choose one in response so <laughs> you can flirt with or provoke your opponent to gain a string on them uh, through violence or cutting words inflict a condition create an opportunity for an ally through prowess or distraction or take an object from your opponent or seize a superior position um, the effects uh, the conditions are you can either make them angry frightened guilty hopeless or insecure so you get to choose three of those, and then this pickpocketer, Ooh. who, for uh, to make it easier, his name is Oblivion, will choose one from you. <laughs> nice name. Um, okay, uh, well, first things first, I will seize a superior position by drawing my sword and, and parrying her blow, like forcing her to the side where she's now directly between Tiddles and I. So she's surrounded. So that's one. I will, um, jazz is all about the, uh, fight flirting. Um, so <laughs> having done that, she will like, having parried the, uh, the blow, she'll also like step in like real close. So they're like face to face, like, you know, really face to face. And she'll be like, I never said I didn't enjoy a little danger now and again. <laughs> um... And then she will also use that to like distract her so that one of the others maybe has a chance to, I don't know, get the wallets or whatever. Perfect. So you gain a string on them, which you can use uh, for string moves. <laughs> Oblivion, you said her name was. <laughs> Oblivion, yeah. But yeah, you've created an opportunity for either Tiddles or Juniper uh, and you've given yourself a superior position. That's excellent. So... Um, Tiddles of Juniper, you've seen this blow for, and I would describe her sword because, like, she seemed like a non-menacing threat, but then she pulled out her sword, and it is a, a short sword with two parallel blades with like a centimeter gap between them, and Ooh. between those two blades is a flow of electricity. Mm. Cool. So oh, it would have sword... looked really cool when I parried her with my laser sword. Then yes, yes. yeah. Yes. There's like sparks fly out from her blade as you parry it into like, and the... between us. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um. So Tiddles, Tiddles, you were the next person to sort of insert yourself into this situation. What would you like to do? Would you also like to fight? Yes. I would like to do a fairly, if I can, um, so I have to roll first, don't I? Yes, so you can roll, you you roll 2d6 and then add your daring or grace. Your daring is plus two, so I would, I would suggest that one. Go for the daring, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that's, um, ten. That's a ten. Ten. So you also get to choose three and your opponent chooses one. Um, I will say the one that your opponent chose on you, Bex, is... That she uh, made you insecure by Ooh. just not responding to your flirting in any way. So she, rude. Like, listen, that was a baller move and it was incredibly hot and she did not respond to it, which makes you think, 
like what how excuse me so uh mark the condition insecure for now okay um but yes uh tiddles you get to do the same you get to choose three effects which could be flirt with or provoke your opponent to gain a string on them through violence or cutting words inflict a condition create an opportunity for an ally through prowess or distraction or take an object from your opponent or seize a superior position I would like to um, try and take the sword from her. Ooh! Which should be bold and difficult, I imagine. Um, and okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say to them, um, what do they look like? Sorry, I'm sure you said uh, they're like. wearing a big baggy black hoodie they've got a swoop of black hair that falls over one eye and they've got like powerfully dark black lipstick okay cool um so i'll say don't you know the emo phase ended 200 years ago (laughs) (laughs) and now we're setting a timeline for when this is this is 2000 years no 200 years after the year 2004 yes i concur with this I mean, speak for yourself. My emo phase was until at least 2007. So. To, to be fair, though, yeah, it my, could have been my, later in the noughties. As, as a cat, my history is not so good, so it could have been 2,000 years. You know, could be either, but I'm just making a vague guess at this point. Um, but it, it, is, was... it is some good cutting words. Uh, what effect would you like to give her with that? Would you like to make her angry, frightened, guilty, hopeless, or insecure? Insecure, I'm assuming. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I picked she, the wrong outfit. <laughs> she, yeah, she she wavers because she thinks she looks fucking cool and like like hey, um, oh. <laughs> uh, and you go to seize the sword from her. You get to do one more thing as well. Okay. Um. So I'll maybe get into a good position. So I'll try and make it so that it's easy for Juniper to step in. So there's a space for her yes. to, you know, get involved. Uh, and I should have said, giving you that would have given you a plus one, but you didn't need it because you rolled a 10 anyway. Um, yeah. So Bex gave you the plus one forward and now you're giving the plus one to Jen. Yeah. Um, but you you go, you go grab the sword uh, and then in response, she hits your hand and takes the sword right back. Oh, oh she, that's hot. <laughs> yeah. That is pretty like, hot. Oh, yeah. You can look like an emo, though. <laughs> Um, Juniper is not about to leave her two comrades to a fight all on her own, on their own. So um, she sees them dash forward, sees them parry and stuff, and then she reckons they fought alongside each other before. Till steps aside, she knows it's time for the Juniper barrel, and she's going to run forwards and try and just tackle this. Uh... What did you give me? You gave me a plus one, right? Yeah. For stepping that I needed that. I rolled a six, so. Ooh, um, that was almost a downbeat. Yeah. yeah. Uh, wait, but do you, you rolled a six? I rolled a six, so the plus one. Yeah, but you also got to add your daring, so it would have been a. It's a oh, nine. that's true. Yeah. That's a nine. Oh, that almost made me. So, a ten. you get to choose two. Okay. I will say. This mugger does still have the purse. Pickpocket, not mugger. <laughs> 
Yeah, they weren't being they weren't uh, threatening violence at first. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> not Yeah, now they're now they're verging on a mugger situation. Also, I is guess. everyone yeah. on the train staring at us right now? Oh yeah, it's like that Shang Chi fight where it's like <sighs> it's wild and everyone's just like, "What's happening?" <laughs> um, I want to sort of charge through and like barrel, like knock her down and like. Pin her down with my sword, sword against sword, if I can. So I'd take like superior position and violence, inflicting a condition through violence. I want to scare her slightly, appearing okay. out of the blue and knocking her yeah. over. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's, it's wild to me that none of you have used a taken object from your opponent to I take the person. I did say so I that people could get it off her. You've all, um, but yeah, absolutely. No. You, nope. You Too inflict the, the, you inflict the condition frightened. Uh, in return, she is going to, in through violence, inflict a condition back at you of guilty, as you see her kick you in the shin, and as you fall down to one knee, you see her run away in fear. She is afraid of you. You did put fear in her. But you see that she still has the person. She's making a break for the exit. Mm, okay. Oh shit. Um. Um. Uh. Well, she's directly. She was directly between me and Tiddles, right? Or ha- has the geography changed? Maybe I, I might have. Maybe I knocked her too far. Yeah. The bar- the the juniper barrel knocked her back. Okay. Okay. Because then can I um. I assume there's like hand rails for like people to hold on to. Yes. Can I like swing off one of them and try to get like in front of her or knock her down again? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I will say that she is just about to the doors. You've just stopped at a station and the doors are just about to open. <gasps> so this is defy disaster. You oh. need to stop Oblivion from exiting the train. Okay. So you can basically roll with any of the stats, but you need to justify. So daring is if you try and stop her through might, endurance, or courage. Uh, Grace is if you try and stop her through swiftness or elegance. Uh, Heart is if you try and stop her with charm or social insight. No. Um, Wit is if you try (laughs) and stop her with cleverness or knowledge. And spirit is if you try to stop her with willpower or metaphysical skills. Um, okay. So it sounds it sounds like you'd either roll daring or so, grace. I would normally say grace for what you suggested. Well, I I will I will say that um what I was thinking was it would be like kind of like courage because what I'm gonna do is try and swing yeah. around and like block her from getting out of the doors, but which will put me on the edge of the platform, like the edge of the you know like the open doors. Okay. As they open with a danger of falling out with her. I'll allow it, but watch yourself, counsellor. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Um, oh, no, way less. <laughs> what did you roll? I rolled a six. <laughs> Is that plus your... Mm-hmm. Six plus... Okay. So we get a downbeat. Um, as the doors open and Oblivion just tackles right into you, knocking you onto the platform. And she starts sprinting away from you. And you see her just get absolutely clotheslined by a woman. 
further down the platform and you recognize this woman, Jazz. You have had an encounter with this woman before. <gasps> this is one of the Mytilene police detectives that you once had Not... quite an intimate chase with across the city skyline. Uh, mm. And she has just succeeded in what you failed out. Oh, she's so competent. Um, <laughs> okay. So what what mechanically happens to me because of that failure? Nothing. I, yes, you get to take XP. So you are one oh. step closer to leveling up okay. and getting another move. Um I think I could inflict a condition upon you, um, but I think I think it's fine. I think that just the, I'm the, already insecure. <laughs> yeah, the, the the narrative downbeat of you being bested by this uh, police woman is already enough. Ah, oh. Jazz just kind of like lying on the floor, winded, with her head tipped back, and watching this happen upside down is like, God damn. <laughs> Whether through frustration or just, like, admiration, unclear. Would you like to interact with this woman, or would you like to get back on the train quickly before she notices you? Just to keep things interesting. Having just kind of taken a physical blow from someone dangerous to me, may I declare that my clothes are damaged and now practically indecent? You may. In what way did Oblivion... uh, Tell me, what way did Oblivion... I imagine clothes. kind of like on the way past, like when she like shoved me, she just kind of like grabbed one of my like necklaces or something to like pull me out of the way. What she didn't realize is like it's attached to my top. So it's like torn off one shoulder and like down the side. There's some like tasteful side boob going on, you know, yeah. some midriff showing. I'm just lying there looking flustered and because uh, I'm an I'm an idiot. I'm not getting back on the train. Okay. All right, so we, you see... I, uh, Juniper runs to the door just as it's shutting and is like, oh. <laughs> She's like standing Jazz. up, wiping Jazz. a bit of blood off her lip. Jazz! Turns to Jazz. June. Jazz! Gives her a wink. <laughs> um, the, the fun thing that you realise though, Juniper, is that that was your stop. <laughs> oh! Shit. Fidgets. <laughs> Um, right. I assume I'm still on the train with Juniper. Yeah, you you two just Tiddles. watch as your stop. <laughs> so you have to do that embarrassing thing of going to the next stop along, and then going changing back platforms, yeah. going back one stop. It's the worst, but but on the platform, uh, you see that the tourist family has gotten off and is uh, so happy to be reunited with the purse that was stolen from them as this. Uh, policewoman in like a long flowing brown coat and she has sort of just shoulder length auburn hair the, the, as the train whooshes past it just blows in the breeze and looks oh. very majestic she's uh, a slightly oh. older woman but she she looks incredible like the, the age just makes her more distinguished stop your break jet Bex. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> She could break me like a walnut. She could break my skull like a walnut. I love her. <laughs> uh, and she puts 
she puts Oblivion in handcuffs. She clocks you further down the platform and goes, Hey, I know you. Um, I'll stay fairly far away in case a chase ensues. But like with my, my clothes just half hanging off and like a slightly split lip, I'll just be like, I knew you wouldn't forget me. I mean, this is this is a powerful move because uh, your special move, Rip, if you do make a roll against her and get a 10 plus, she's going to have a crush on you. So yeah, she is. It's all to play for here. <laughs> um, but yeah, she 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 narrows her eyes and she's like, "Yeah, yeah, you." Jazz. Does she seem? Does she seem like angry, or does she seem? No, there's almost like a admiration to it. Like you get the feeling that even though you did escape her that day. She enjoyed the chase. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll uh, staying right where I am. Then I'll, I'll like gesture with the sword that's still in my hand, and be like, "Oh, I see you're still out here fighting crime, keeping the people safe." Well, if I didn't, who would? Clearly, some of and us. You, you aren't quite as cut out for it as others. <laughs> yeah, you do get a sense that. Uh, she's playing coy, but she did clock that you absolutely beefed this. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> it's a downbeat. You weren't going to have the advantage. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can try and figure her out. There is a move if you want to. True. Mm, yes. Yeah. Figure it. When you try to Very understand true. a person, roll plus wit. Okay. Let's try that. Uh, a five and a four, which is nine. And my wit is plus one. Which is a 10. Uh, Now, I will say, when you use figure out a person on someone you're already familiar with in a situation where you have strings on them, this is where a string can be very useful because you can spend a string to get a plus three. So you don't need it, Bex, but if you'd rolled like a seven, a plus three is incredibly helpful. But you don't have a string on this detective. You don't know this detective's name. She does now have a crush on me. Because I rolled over a ten. She a ten does. Oh, nice. Yeah, just my side move too much for her. Yeah, you see her get a little bit flush, um, but you get to ask two of these questions uh, now okay. or later in the scene. Um, what are your? What are her feelings towards you? Uh, what did you hope to get from her? How could I get you? Okay, yeah. Oh, so. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're really hard to put into the third person. <laughs> yeah, right. I was struggling. I, I'm yeah. like, uh, yeah. what are your feelings towards that person? How do you hope to... No, I can't do it either. <laughs> what do you okay. hope to get from that person? How could you well, get you that just person get to, choose... to do something? You just get to fill in the blank, right? How can yeah. I get you to X, Y, Z? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. What um, do you? And then we. What each does that get... person love the most? And how would that person feel if you did something? I also have a thing from being a scoundrel. I assume it says when you figure out a person during a physical conflict. I don't know if this is a physical conflict. Well, I, there are two extra what, questions. Yeah. There. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. This is when. Yeah. You figured out a person. There's, you. You found a flaw. I'll allow it if you want to ask one of those questions. <laughs> okay. Um. 
Oh my god, I don't know what I want to ask her. Well, it's fine. Uh, she she's taking steps towards you, but you okay. know she doesn't look. She you know the weapons aren't drawn. She's got oblivion. Is oblivion just so face of... down, handcuffed on the platform? <laughs> no, oblivion. Oblivion is stood, handcuffed behind, hands behind her back, and she's just dragging oblivion along with her. Like <laughs> oblivion exactly. is like an afterthought to her now that she's seen you. Well, could I ask her? It's kind of what do you hope to get from, but it's like. What do you what do you what do you get out of this chasing petty criminals? Surely you're worth more than that. I find upholding the law, no matter what size the infraction, is rewarding enough. I should just got significantly less sexy. <laughs> <laughs> I just love She is the rules. law. I just love law. Oh. <laughs> She oh, loves the law. Oh, okay. I well, see. Well. <laughs> um, I will also take a step towards her. Also thoroughly ignoring Oblivion, who I flirted with like mere, mere seconds ago. <laughs> Only to try and make them feel uh, yeah, insecure. Just fully pretending that she's not there. And I'll, uh, I'll just say, um, well, what would it take for you to leave it all behind and run away? With someone like me. Is this it? Is Jazz leaving for the rest of the uh, <laughs> the campaign? Hi! <laughs> just gone. <laughs> Nothing. Let's go. Goodbye. That's a wild question. You don't even know my name. Ah. Uh, some things are important. Some things are afterthoughts. Well, I'll tell you what I would need to begin with. And that's a drink. All right got a deal and i assume this is exactly the point that the train pulls back up yeah <laughs> yes on the opposite on the platform. platform though right yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah and then i'll if, uh, um... glance across and see juniper slamming her hand on the, gra- <laughs> on the glass and be like no no you can't take my friend i'm pretty sure i know where to find you i'm just gonna kind of like mysteriously disappear up the uh over the like the footbridge before we can <laughs> mysteriously make any walk over the footbridge. <laughs> she she takes <laughs> a step forward. She takes like a jolting step forward as if she wants to follow you, but then she has to stop herself, realizing that her job comes first. And also, God, what would even happen if she caught you? What would happen? <laughs> Filthy things. Fun I feel things. a bit. I feel a bit flushed. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Uh, and again, what's super wild is you never got that detective's name. Nope. It's it's all about the mystery. Yep. This is this is Jazz's thing, is that like to want excellent to have. <laughs> it, even if you got a number, you'd probably just put her in a sexy policeman lady. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. Jazz's phone is full of stuff like that. Like you guys are probably in there as like cat girl. And like <laughs> yeah. the activist, sweater vest, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> overly keen. She's um, <laughs> she's Jeff Winger from Community. It just says like cute blonde Friday night. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. you reconvene, uh, and you know it's not far from here till you get to the coffee shop. Uh, and amongst all the tall glass office buildings. Around stands a small redstone coffee shop coated in creeping ivy. It has a familiar and inviting vibe. Inside, it is 
cosy and welcoming with non-uniform tables and chairs of different shapes and sizes surrounded by a menagerie of houseplants. Sounds place... like almost every coffee shop in Manchester. <laughs> yes, yes, it's almost like I, I thought about all the independent coffee shops I've been to in Manchester, which is a lot. An amalgamated. And, and then just smooshed them all together because basically, as cool as they all are, they are the same place. <laughs> um, the place is bustling with people, but Juniper, you catch the eye of a familiar barista. And Static Vector, who has her dark blue hair tied up in a high ponytail. Uh, her milk-splattered apron is tied snugly around a black tee for the band Dogwood Drive's last tour. And mm-hmm. as she clocks you, you see her sigh, realising that you telling her she was busy at work was taken as a invitation rather than a leave-me-alone <laughs> And she sighs. Juniper waves and points at herself a few times. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. She turns to her colleague and she says, Azalea, I'm going to take a break. I've got some business to take care of. Hi. Hi, it's Uh, me. It's Juni. Yeah, hi. From the land party. No, I know who you are. Okay. The Doritos, I spilt the, the non space mm. Doritos on you. Space uh, and she just space ushers, she, she ushers you over. Space to invaders. Of... It should have been space invaders. Sorry. <laughs> also, like the the name the name of the popular British crisp is Space Raiders. <laughs> no, the game is Space Invaders, isn't it? Space yeah. Raiders. Space Raiders. Space Invaders. Who cares? It's all. Who cares? All it's all calling a them Space Invaders. My whole life. pickled onion nightmare. Uh, especially, uh, I think you'll find it's pickled onion heaven. But go on. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe the roast beef is better. But anyway, we've gone on a space raider tangent. She pushes you uh, to one of the non-communal tables um, and just <laughs> sits you down almost aggressively, Juniper. Mm. Just like. <laughs> I wasn't even trying that time. Play, you got us to play a game about being flirty. What What did you expect? Yeah, no, and I'm happy. I'm happy for you to be horny for all of these NPCs. I just wasn't... Like, she's annoyed at you. And she that in my head, I was like, she's annoyed. She's going to push you down in a chair. But if you want to interpret that as her being forceful in a flirty Look, way... The heart wants kind of what way. the heart wants. <laughs> Can't put words on that. We're going to flirt with every NPC. Every NPC with the old man at a train station. Yeah, Yeah, that one I wasn't expecting. Um, Nope, we went there um, anyway. (laughs) Every NPC we've met so far has got at least two strings on Juniper. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, no, she sits down. She sits you down and she... um, SV, how are you doing? It's good to see you. um, mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You remember me, right? From the land party? Juni- Juniper, I fucking remember you. Cool. Okay. What do you want? Oh, um, yeah, I, uh, I uh, need help. I actually have work. Um, I mean, a project uh, for solidarity. Um, I need help. I need help. 
with hacking. Hacking. Wink. I don't do that anymore. I... Wink? I am... No. No winks. No winks. I am a legitimate businesswoman. I own this coffee shop. You own this place? Yes. Oh my gosh, I love it. Isn't... I mean, like, at the same time, though, like, owning... Owning property and employing... I mean, like, being part of the landed... I mean, that's a different conversation. I mean, I'm sure you've thought about it. But, I mean, cool. Love what you're doing. It's actually really... I do actually really like it. I bet you bounce it out by getting all your coffee, like, super organic fair trade, right? Yeah, but... Right, yeah. Not that's the, that's not right, the point. about yeah. even, then. It's about even. It's about even. Um, okay. Okay, I, I mean, you were uh, um, the best hacker i've met so why did you stop because it it is pretty fucking illegal juniper and i didn't want to risk like i i have colleagues i have people who rely on me do you think azalea's just gonna fucking be fine if i get arrested and this property seized no i mean no no but um can i roll figure out a person you sure can. I should also just say, while this is happening, Jazz is probably in the bathrooms of this place, putting her clothing back together. <laughs> and then she, yeah, she probably, so she in probably interrupts this just to be like, Juniper, can I have some safety pins? <laughs> I've got a, I've got a whole sewing kit in my rucksack, babe. Tiddles, Tiddles is um, hanging around uh, other tables, just sort of looking longingly at other people's food. <laughs> okay. Can I... I'd wave a waiter over. Can I get a bowl of milk for my cat person friend? There is no waiter. You just waved at a well-dressed man who looks at you. <laughs> oh, like... shit. Oh, God. Oh, I keep messing up today. <laughs> ah, I've made so many mistakes. Um, okay, I'm going to try and figure you out. <laughs> Do you say that and just stare uh, intently at her? <laughs> I'm going to try and figure you out. Please, please because <laughs> I don't get you I don't understand why you would not do the thing that you're great at anymore I mean surely this is like you really want to like still do the cool things that we were fighting for like okay, what can okay, I do yeah. to persuade persuade yeah, but Jen, you Jen, what did you roll oh I rolled a seven sorry <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Just, I thought just you were just really pushing the role play of asking. <laughs> no, no. Uh, so yeah, I should you tell you because you need to get ask two questions. You may ask yeah. two questions, but Static's gonna ask one in return. Mm. Okay. I'm gonna lay it all on the line. I need a hacker to do something really important for this city, and you're the best hacker I know. So, am I the what- only hacker you know? That's not the focus of this question. I met others at that LAN party. There was that guy, and there was that other girl, and the other person. I think they were hackers. Anyway, what? how could I persuade you to help? Surely this is, this can't be your whole dream, right? You still want to change the world, make it a better place. Listen. How much are you offering? 
Um, I thought maybe you do it for uh, solidarity. Fuck off. SV, don't... Come on, we've been friends for a long time. No, Surely... no. No, we met once and you just text a lot. How much hard, cold M&Ms are you offering me to do this thing that I don't want to do? I'm going to freeze some M&Ms for you. <laughs> I really want some M&Ms now. <laughs> <laughs> We've cursed ourselves. I, I have one question for you. What do you care about? What do you want your legacy to be in this world? Do you want it to be um, just serving nice little frothy, hot, delicious, warm, caffeinated drinks that look and smell good with pretty pictures on the top to people who can afford them and it's easy and that is all and also watering this nice plant and that one? Is that all you want? Or do you want to change the world and stop a real peepee head getting into a dangerous position of power? I can't name names oh, or tell you exactly no. what we're doing, but... Yeah, but we, you're probably talking about Engeltine. Because you're, code not, you're name. not subtle. The, the Mark. Don't say it. Yeah, The Mark. Engeltine. Yes. Shh, wink. Uh. Well, she she is a piece of shit. You're right. But what I do care about is all the things you just said. In a semi-demeaning tone. I give so many shits about this coffee place. This is my fucking life now, Juniper. And I'll be honest, it could do with just a little bit of a cash injection. So I'll ask you again, how many M&Ms are you willing to pay? Okay, okay, fine. Give me two seconds. Ja jazz? Tiddles? Yeah, what? Cool. Can we... Um, I've now got like a line of safety pins and a very thick kind <laughs> oh, of. It looks uh... really good. Yeah, um, no, I might keep it. I really, actually, really quite like that on you. It is pinned uh, to my bra, though. So you can pull it off, though. My bra? No, <laughs> no. no. Yes. Oh, oh. Yes, Remember, flirting with each other is also <laughs> encouraged. I mean, that wasn't what I meant, but I bet you, I bet you could. I bet you could. That's not what I meant, but I bet you could. I think um, you look really good is all I want. You look good with it, whether it was pinned, to what, no matter what it's pinned to. Juniper, look, what do you want? Oh, I want, uh, how much cash do you have? On me right now? Uh, a disposable income. I think it's very uh, it turns little. Out, turns out SV, SV, super cool. She's super cool, but she, she, um, she, this, place actually needs she needs money to do the hacking did you offer her solidarity look there's nothing wrong with offering people solidarity solidarity doesn't pay the bills solidarity but, doesn't pay for no fish neither no but i mean the fish bills. bills right uh no fish bills are paid look, by solidarity. sometimes sometimes we've got to stand up for something more and if it means we don't pay our bills then i i think it's important um June. Did you ask her how much she might want? Uh, no. Also, well, that could have been a really good way to find out what she might need. <laughs> June, you have to remember that just because something's important doesn't mean there aren't also other important things in your life that you still need to look after and adhere to. But some like things are bigger. Getting paid. 
I mean, some well, some things are bigger than that, but we'll talk about this later. Do you have any cash? How much cash do you think? Can I go and talk to Static? June, you've got yeah, your absolutely. share of 3,000 M&Ms we're... to do with as you please from I'm gonna, Krista. I'm going to go to Static and go, listen. Yeah, we're here. just arguing How about... How much do you need? <laughs> for this uh, to happen. Uh, who, are you with Juniper, weird cat lady? I'm with Juniper. Okay. Excuse me, weird cat lady? Sorry, normal cat lady. That was very rude of me, actually. Cat lady. I'll just call that you was very cat. rude of you. Or name. Do you have a name? I'm sorry. Juniper. <sighs> Listen, Juniper's really fucking annoying. And she's put me on edge. Uh, and so I'm coming into this quite hostile. And it's really rude because i not met you. And I don't know if you're as annoying as her. So Look, I'm sorry. Juniper means well, but she doesn't understand how money works. How much do you need? How much? Nor do I really, but I'm willing to try. <laughs> how much are you getting? How much are you getting paid for the job? Uh, we're getting paid, I think, somewhere in the region of two thousand M and M's. I need half. So you're saying one thousand M and M's would do this for you? Yes. I will go talk to my friends. <laughs> I freed you from a cage, woman. (laughs) I I consider you a friend. Surely, please. A person who is helpful. Yeah, yeah, so I'll I'll come back to you. So she wants 1,000. A thousand? Well, listen, June. Krista essentially offered to give us a thousand each. Give her your thousand. We're good. You haven't accepted money from Krista. You just passed it straight on. Everyone's winning. And we still get our share. Uh, okay. 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 Um, right. Yes. Okay. I'll do. Sure. Hey, SV. SV? Yeah? It's a deal. Woo. Yeah? Yeah. Would what one thousand M and M's? Only once we've been paid, though. We cannot give yes. you this until we have the money. Yes. And now, should I tell you about what it actually involves you doing? Sure. Yeah. I'm sure. I, I'm sure I can handle it. Yeah, I'm. I'm sure you can too. Okay. So, when do we leave? Now. All right. Now. Azalea. I'm going to have to extend my break. And she grabs a coat from the coat rack and heads out the door. She doesn't even know where she's going, but she's just dramatically walking out. Yeah, (laughs) she's just dramatically walking out because that's where we're going to leave it for this week. (laughs) (laughs) You've been listening to Roll Plus Heart, an actual play podcast in which we play a mix of short and silly tabletop role-playing games for your entertainment with a focus on telling queer stories. This episode was the first of a four-part miniseries based on the game system Thirsty Sword Lesbians by April Kit Walsh. Your GM was Sarah Keep, and your players were Bex Watson as Jazz Vell, Helen Gaffney as Tiddles, and me, Jen Blundell, as Juniper Poutine. Our music was composed by David Shaw. You can find him on Instagram and Twitch at DSComposing, and on Facebook at Composer David Shaw. Mixing and mastering of our theme music was by Mark Anderson. Additional sounds are from Zapsplat.com. 
You can get in touch with us on Twitter at RollPlusHeart or via our Facebook page where we'll share amazing podcast art and fun graphics about the games we play made by our own Bex Watson and Sarah Keep. You can also email us at RollPlusHeart at gmail.com. We'd really love it if you got in touch because we can't wait to hear what you think of what we're creating. If you can't get enough of Bex Watson and we know we can't, you can find her on Twitch and Twitter at Starling Girl, Starling like the bird, where she regularly streams art and games. You can find Sarah, our wonderful GM, on Twitter at Penguin Panic. Helen doesn't have any social media. She's a beautiful hermit crab and we've dragged her out of her shell to record these dumb games. I'm also not on social media at the moment, but I do host Jen and the Film Critic, a podcast where my learned film critic friend Paul tells me about all the new cinema releases I just won't get around to seeing. And if you can't wait to hear more actual play game nonsense from me and Sarah, you can listen to us on Quest Fantastic, another actual play podcast where we are playing a 5th edition D&D campaign with three other friends of ours about retired adventurers who are dragged back out onto the road to save a friend. Sarah's the GM for that campaign too. I'll put all the links to these fine things and fine folk in the episode description. Roll Plus Heart is a brand new podcast and we're hoping to get off to a flying start. You can really help us by leaving a review or a rating on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts and by sharing the episodes with anyone you think might be interested. If we can get the word out as early as possible, it'll make it easier for us to keep telling these silly, chaotic and, in a small way we hope, important stories. It'll also make us very happy. We've decided to drop our first two episodes at the same time so you can listen to episode two of this mini-series straight away. Episode 3 will be out on Wednesday, the 16th of February. Until then, bye. <laughs> Don't forget. I think this was good. It was good groundwork. You've got the foundation. I've introduced a lot of women. <laughs> I'm going to introduce a lot more women. There's going to just be so many women. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't know if we're going to be able to, to you know, continue and on look. with this amount of um, fangirling, honestly. Your energy.